Yes, hi, hey, hello, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week we thaw out after our wet and windy weekend win in Mudgee. Mariners CEO Sean Millican joins us for a chat. We look ahead to our upcoming F3 derby, and of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Lads, 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 lads. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Good to be back in the pod studio after not missing last week. Welcome. Uh, yes, very good to see you all, and it was good to see you all on Mudgee on the weekend. Good result. Just so we'll a quick public service announcement. You know what time it is. It's time for a winning party! <laughs> 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 yes, gotchas. You had no idea. No, it's the first one of the season. Yes. Oh, it had been, been that long. It has been a hot minute. Mm. Uh, I'm still defrosting, by the way. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, it was brisk. I, right. like, brisk. probably, probably, yeah, that's Understating putting it lightly, I think. <laughs> probably close to the worst conditions I've watched a football game in. When you factor in the cold, raining sideways, the wind, all three together were were rough. And then some morons stood out <laughs> wearing behind. Shorts. <laughs> shorts. I will make no further comment about the wearing of the shorts. And neither should you, by the way. Um but that's that's my normal get-up. It is true. Look, yeah. to be fair, the shorts weren't that bad because I wore pants, but by half time, the back sides, the lot of the back of my, of my pants were satched yeah. and it was like 10 degrees, felt like 4 degrees according to the BOM, felt like minus 4 if you ask me. But, whew, yeah, shorts, shorts, long slacks, didn't make any difference really. It was wet mm. and cold. I have a couple of regrets about the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least they didn't have to dry. Your legs would have been dry fairly quickly. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh well. It was all worth it in the end. We got the W. What right. a weekend. Oh. <laughs> second second half, it wasn't that bad because we hid behind the advertising hoardings there and got dry pants. Nice. True. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's dive into it with uh, Fred's question. Of course, this week, Fred asks, well, he states, uh, it was a fun away trip to Mujay. Um, not sure why he's decided to call it Mujay, but... Pronounced Mujay. Mujay. Oh, Mujay. Oh, yes. it's, it's the French. Yes. Fred's I, gone I meant full to, French. I meant to say something to you before, Pete. Like, <laughs> how are you going to pronounce I didn't that? Get a, I didn't get a pronunciation guide for this podcast. You, yeah. weren't, right. you, weren't, you weren't in the voicemail bill, so you weren't on that... Uh, it was basically Mujay for Mujay. three and a half hours Mujay, on the way to Mujay. Mujay. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Well, it was a fun away trip to Mujay. Uh, do you think that this should become a yearly thing, taking at least one game to regional New South Wales? I loved it when we used to do the regional round, when it used to be a league thing. Like you would have us go and play. I'm trying to think where we've done a couple of them. Tamworth. Tamworth. Um, you know, we've orange. done some, Orange. Yeah, Orange. We've done Bathurst? Bathurst. We've done some mm-hmm. pre-seasons. We've done another pre-season game in Mungie before. Mm. Um, which I went to, I can't remember who we played, but um, we've obviously done this one. Then you used to have, you know, I don't know, Newcastle got to Port Macquarie. Or, or Coffs, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to love when we did Wollongong's that. regional, isn't it? Close to yeah. yeah. I, used to, I, used to, I used to love it when the league used to do that. I think they mm. should bring it back. I think it's great. We're bringing it back anyway. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> done. Yeah, we've decided. Doing it more. <laughs> we'll just do our own random regional trips and just watch – Random local grassroots teams or something, or yeah, why not? are we going to drive out there and drive back in the one day? <laughs> I still can't believe you guys did that fly, fly in, fly out. FIFO, uh, yeah, it was 
It was fine. <laughs> would you do it again? Would you do it again? Of course. I'd do it again. I'd do Yeah. I mean, I'm stupid. I'd do <laughs> <laughs> No one's disputing that. I do <laughs> I do stupid things with this club. I will you know, I don't know why I do it, but I do do it. Somebody suspect, has to. I suspect you were on autopilot that last twenty minutes after you left my joint. It was but, rough. Um, yeah. It, it was, was rough. late. Music up, heavy metal on. We were finally warm. Yes, after uh, Fred and James were asleep by about Blacktown, um, and I was driving. But yeah, it was it was yeah, it was a good trip. We 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 left about ten thirty ish from Carryong or something, and then stopped at Katoomba on the way, which is just about exactly halfway. And I mean Katoomba, like oh my god, three nice sisters, place. more like everyone has three heads. And there was not a normal person. <laughs> In the streets. And the three degree sisters. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. It was just, we got hassled in, in the street about masks. Not wearing like some a mask random in the street. Jesus looking dude. <laughs> yep. Like it was just crazy. There but was there were just, positives. There were positives. The was. pies at the, what was it called? The, oh, it's run out of my head now, but there was a fantastic um, pie shop that we ate at. Yep. I'm like, wow, F. Very so good. good. So Very good. good. The braised chunky beef pies were the best thing ever. <laughs> Very good. The best thing about Katoomba because nothing else is going for it. <laughs> Um, th- three sisters is all right. I mean, <laughs> we got our obligatory selfie, and it's know. like three little is lumps. The, is like that the title of your sex tape? Three sisters is all right. Oh, that's terrible. No, get out. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, the view is good, but yeah, the quicker you stop in Katoomba, the better. And then it didn't feel like it did, when we were driving down the main street, we drove past, was it? No, that was on the way out of Lithgow, which is another story. But um, <laughs> please, we please drove continue. past something in the main street. There was three or four coppers in the street speaking to some kids. Where's your main mask, street boys? in Katoomba and looked like little bloody hoodlums. And oh, and then there was the tree. There was the tree that fell down on the, the highway. The tree fell over, which yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had to really test the brakes on the car. So on all one. things considered, from the sounds um, of it, you are very pro regional areas, are you? I'm pro regional, <laughs> but not Katoomba or Lithgow, please. <laughs> Mujay is great. So the best thing about Katoomba and Lithgow is the road out. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. If they built a bypass, I would not care. <laughs> That's where I'm at with those Coast two Coast football, boysberries, Katoomba. <laughs> good times, and there's going to be more of those good times because how many away trips have we got coming up now? Yeah, we got what four exclusives in the first later, but mm. um, yeah, how mm. good? Oh yeah. yes, a couple of Wollongong trips on the cards Woo-hoo! potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't we love do. it down there? Wink, wink. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't mind if I do. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Wow! Are you kidding me? Well, let's dive in and have a look at the game. Of course, it was the FFA Cup round of 32 clash against Blacktown City out there in Mudgee. A 1-0 win. Benny and Kalolo scoring on debut uh, to seal our progression through to the round of 16. How good? Um, could have been four or five in fairness. Job done. Mm. Wasn't pretty, but job done. Smash and grab. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. We we mentioned last week, you know, Tristan Prendergast, you know, he was a good keeper. I did say he's a weapon. And he's an eight-league yeah. level goalkeeper. If it wasn't kept him in the game. If it wasn't for him, could have easily been four or five. Yeah, he made those two decent stops from from Ollie's free kicks. Another one on one save in the first half towards the tail end of the first half there from Ollie as well. Yeah. Could have had a hat trick on the day, Bazanic. Yeah. Another one down low from Simo, I think. It, yeah, one oh, yeah, that was yeah. a good stop. Yeah, like he, mm. he was an absolute wall. Yep. Um, it really, he was the only resistance, to be honest. I mean, they put men behind the ball and mm. and they, we still got shots in. So, you know, I don't think our performance was that bad. I think he was really mm. good. And, yeah. um, I think I think you do have to factor in 
the conditions as well because like they they were <laughs> atrocious. Was, I watched most of the Did replay. Did we say it was back. windy or cold? Or? Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched most of the replay back, and it was pretty evident on the replay how bad the conditions were. But if you were there, it was a hundred times worse. Mm. So it would not have been easy to play in. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, it would have absolutely sapped every little bit of energy out here. Yeah. And I mean, they, Blackdown had five at the back, mm. sit behind the ball, try and keep us out, which they did for the most part, uh, along with obviously Tristan in goals. You know, we had a, you know, we made a, a few chances, um, you know, on another day, obviously could have been more, but they, they just didn't really have any potency up front on the day. Honestly, I did not know Smiley was out there until mm. after the game. Mm pretty anonymous. Um, I think if you look at our starting 11, I think I was a bit surprised to see Miller start at centre-back. I think we all said that pre-game. We are sort of wondering where, where Dan Hall was. Yeah. Yeah. I went all the way to Mudgee to watch Dan. What's, what's going on? <laughs> I wanted 90 minutes of Dan Hall. I wanted yeah. 120 minutes of Dan Hall. Yeah. But, you know. I tolerated Katoomba just to see Dan Hall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we probably thought we were going to see Cy Goddard, but that didn't really happen. So I think we were sort of half late, prepared so. that he that he wouldn't get too many minutes after what Monty said last yeah. week. But yeah. But I thought we were pretty stable. And uh, any time a team gets behind the ball like that, then it is hard to make opportunities. So in the end, yeah. looking at the highlights package, because I, th- I wasn't able to see the entire replay, but that's another rant, um, then I really thought that we, you know, made enough opportunities and we just could have been a little bit more clinical and their keeper played well, so... Yeah, a bit of rust, you know. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah. and and like Sean alludes to, maybe in the interview, can't remember, um, then after the game, Monty, for instance, was quite, you know, oh, we need, really need to get a goal earlier, that kind of thing. So, so there was... They looked happy, the boys, but at the same time... It was like, yeah, we needed to do a little better than that. So it's a great attitude to feel like the boys have, I reckon, right from the top. Been a few comments floating around on social media that, um, you know, people have been disappointed in the performance. And as, as you said just before, Moz, I, I'm not necessarily disappointed in the performance. I think we created enough chances to win. Um, and, you know, we did in the end. I think Prendergast at the end of the day has had an absolute blinder, kept him in the game. And, you know, what do we have? Three, four clear-cut chances in that one? Yeah, I read a lot of the Facebook comments as well and I thought, I don't agree with mm. all of this. We're like, in behind I, yeah. regularly, um, yeah. you know, and when they got five at the back like that, that's not so easy to do. We had Nears in behind, we had Ollie in behind. And Kalolo was getting Storm in behind. In behind yeah. And Kalolo in behind. Um, so, yeah, I thought there was, a, a, you know, we could have been a little bit more clinical, um, but we still made great opportunities and were unlucky not to score more. Um, gee, I like the look of those Oli Bazanic free kicks. Oh, not bad. More of the same, thank yeah. you. Um, I thought you he know. was a bit off for the rest of the game, but the yeah. two free kicks were were quality. Super. They yeah. were both going to the top corner, and mm, yeah. uh, so mm. great saves to haul them out of there. Mm. So yeah, I thought there was a lot to like about us actually, considering the conditions and you know the, the opposition and the occasion and the fact that it's our first genuine you know competitive match. One thing it was noticeable to me, for instance, that Marco. Maybe not boots and all and everything. I he <laughs> did pull out of a lot, didn't he? Well, I kind of had that similar thought about Ollie though as well. I think they were, they were both a bit hesitant sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's a long season, that. you know. And com- I, I, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to 
still goes. Preserving so. themselves for this weekend as well as, you know, maybe not wanting to cop and knock in those sorts of conditions there yeah. when yeah. things can go askew very quickly. Whereas you have Matty Simon elbowing blokes and making them bleed. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, slippery conditions, accidents happened. I nearly, you know, slid into that drummer from Blacktown and, you know, took his ankles out <laughs> along with his sister. Or was that his wife? Oh, I don't know. Whoever it was. <laughs> I think one thing that we both, whether we all noticed and said while we are watching the game is that the Farrell and Ankololo combination on the left has a to steal a phrase from Oz has a bit of potential, and mm. we've, we've talked about Farrell on this pod. And How good that was, was he? That was the first he time that I've it. seen him properly play, and he really impressed me. I thought, like, I think he's going to be he's going to be our starting left back. First competitive performance, and to put on that sort of a show when mm. you've just recently signed your first pro contract, you know, he you know he sort of hasn't really come out of nowhere, but it's been a pretty quick rise through from playing for the under-20s and then playing for the first team in the NPL sort of, you know, for a handful of games really last season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bank straight into left back. And I mean, we said it yeah. last week or the week before that he's not going to be a backup to Noah Smith. He'll be good competition. And mm-hmm. I think based on that performance, he'll start against the Jets. He will. Very calm on the ball. Seemed to have plenty of time because he was calm on the ball, made good touches, which gave him the time and mm. made a few good balls in behind for Benny and oh, Galolo. Yeah. Seems like he has a good football brain too. Like yes. a few of those yes. balls that he put in behind, a lot of the time you see the left back play to the winger straight to his uh, feet when he's out on the byline, but he was playing them straight and then letting the winger run in behind the defender mm. and just that way the wing can just run straight onto it and that way you sort of like playing behind. Playing from inside to out yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, they yep. were really smart, not just good play, but smart play as well. So mm. a super positive start for him. Yep, absolutely. He was uh, a very, very potent threat going forward. Um, if he can shore things up at the back there as well, he will be a, um, an absolute weapon for the next year, few years to come, hopefully. I think I only remember him making one mistake in the second half and that mm. was really it. And I, I, you know... Word word on the street, I think Monty said it last week, and we also heard it from somewhere else too, is that he does not say a word. But <laughs> it's very quiet. Yeah. The, kid, <laughs> the kid can play, and that's that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So. Look the goods. Decent finish from Benny. Absolutely. I think we, we mentioned how Prendergast had a really good game, but there was nothing he could do about that one. Mm. Put, put through with a nice ball by, was it Marco that put him through? It was, probably Marco's yeah, best bit of the game. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect ball and nice finish over the keeper. Yeah, and, uh, t- tight angle too. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. had a, you know had a had a indifferent first sort of like sixty minutes or so, but still looked pretty dangerous every now and then. But yeah, I he think was getting you know, him behind a fair bit. But yeah, his delivery was, was maybe not the best. A little bit off, maybe the conditions. Who knows? Which first probably, game in, however, that long. probably described mm. a few of us. Like we got him behind, but our next ball, the final ball, maybe was not the perfect ball mm. on a few occasions. So mm-hmm. you know, and that probably comes with more competitive practice. So, yeah. so um, I also liked the option of having Niz out on the right and swapping them every now and then based on whatever was sort of happening in the game. So that way you can have Enkelolo either flying down that left wing and then whipping it across, or if you switch him, he obviously can then cut back in on his left foot. So I think it's – I think, you know, tactically – it looks like it might be a good signing in that sense because we can switch things up. So you're saying Monty has a plan B. Incredible. Yeah, and we haven't really mentioned this much, but um, how good. He was great. He actually on another day could have had a goal. He got close Mm. and got in behind, um, played well with Storm Roo down the right. So, yeah, I thought all in all there's a lot to like about us. The Niz-Storm Roo combo was actually all right. Yeah. 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 I missed, you know, know, I I wasn't that – Thrilled about re-signing Storm, but I missed his little chop backs. 
How good's yeah. a storm chop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're again. It's, it's, it's almost like back. a brand, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's looking like Storm Rue to Matty Simon to Ollie Bazanik. It's like one to make the clock. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Maxi Ballard obviously slotting into the holding midfield role next to Ollie. Jay-Z looked uh <laughs> he looked good. He looked good. You know, I, I don't know if, if I don't think we're gonna have as much muscle, maybe, in that defensive midfield spot this season. Mm. But mm. I don't think It'll matter too much if he can keep on playing like that. Um, you know, it's. I think that was a big part of our game last season with Stensness. There was you know him doing sort of a lot of the dirty work and Bazanic not really having to. Boz might have to get his hands a bit dirtier this season than what he did last year. But um, yeah, really happy for Max. Good start. I I think he'll start against the Jets. I would dare say. Well, it depends on, you know, size, fitness, whether Nizzy goes back into that holding midfield role. Yeah. Where do you prefer him, though, after the weekend, Niz? Nizzy? Like, oh, it's hard. I don't know. Because we know him watching from watching the academy. We know him as that super calm DM. Mm. His first touch is just stupid. It's a match. Like, <laughs> when he comes back to pick up the ball from that sort of wide position, he hardly ever loses it. When he's got it, even being smaller, when he has a defender in his back, his first touch is like 90% of the time is bang on. So deceptively strong yeah. as well. And yep. where I like him wide is that he runs out the players and then he's got some moves. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> he gets the foul easily. Um, so he either gets round players or he gets the foul and, and I really like that about him. And I thought Maxi showed that we've got that bit of solidity and a bit of variation there. Mm. He was pretty strong. It, in a way, he wasn't noticeable and I think that's really important in mm. holding midfield to roll. When you have a think about Lewis Miller's shoulders, then um, we've got plenty of grunt in that, you know, four block. In the so, centre-back space, yeah, Lewis is just going to be palming off everybody. Yeah, and Poor Mario Chabelle did not know what to do. Lewis <laughs> just ran at him with his hands out for the, like, most of the game and just go big away. Big rugby league fend. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Rue on to come back in, Dan Hall in that space as well, you yeah. know. So we, it's not like we don't have that muscle there. Um, so, and, um, yeah, Maxi, I think he really enjoyed that. He was one of the players who came right to the fence and enjoyed the moment after the game with this, which was good. Yeah. Speaking and of coming to the fence, how good was Benny when he scored? Oh, <laughs> is that what we he went for? Loved Straight it. to us. That was worth the you know hour Absolutely. or so of wetness to just run to the fence for the big yeah. cuddle there and yeah. the, the jump funny. on the pylon. Unreal. We were talking about it about two minutes before we scored, saying when we score, we have to be standing up on the hill, and when we score, we can run down to the fence like they do at Boca Juniors. Yeah. They go, <laughs> and run down the fence. And that's exactly what happened. And, and he, he loved, loved it. it. He loved yeah, it. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. A good a, a good start, you know, for. For someone, sort of, like I said, had a bit of an indifferent 60 minutes or whatever for sort of a new guy coming into the league, get that goal, get it out of the way, mm. build a bit of that sort of um, confidence, confidence yeah. going into the first game. So It's definitely and confident for him for like to put him in an area and a chance to finish and he'll finish. Yeah. So that's definitely a good sign. Yeah. Great engagement after the game. Monty's over there to, you know, um, give us the hand clap and give us a few little tips and so forth. And Can, uh, we, can we repeat what Matty Simon said? Surely we can. Somebody do it. Go on. <laughs> Gone because nobody was coming, were well, they? We were at the fence and we we're like, everyone come over. And then I don't know who said it, but then apparently they weren't allowed to because of the COVID rules or whatever, which just seems weird at this point. But Matty Simon started walking over and he goes, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll come over. <laughs> <laughs> and then he come over, then yeah. Monty come over, Maxi, Maxi, Benny Bella, and Maxi. Yep, yep. yep. Benny come it. over in his very French accent. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs> but his English yeah. was not too bad. The interview afterwards. And yeah. yeah mm. So um, definite pod guest coming up. Mm. Mm. Yep. Have, to, have to schedule that in. Interesting um, watching a bit of the game too, sort of Matty Simon dropping pretty deep to get the ball. 
seems to be sort of another thing that hasn't changed too much in last season. That's seems to be the go-to and leaves sort of Marco up top for most of the time on his own. But um, I think we'll, we'll probably see that a fair bit again with Marco also dropping deep. I, I enjoyed when he did that last season, so I hope that's still sort of a part of the plan. I think we'll see a bit more variation this season, um, touching on a couple of debutants from the weekend as well. Damien Sikenis and uh, Matthias Moresh. Uh, who got a few minutes there? They can both play in that uh, number nine role as well. So Kenneth has also bulked up. A bit yeah, too, hasn't it, he? it looks like he's sprouted in the last like six months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Super dangerous, really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looked looked. Uh, yeah, you know, I think our bench is looking pretty dangerous. I think we've we've got depth, even though it's not proven depth. I think to be able to bring him off the bench, like you said, Slug got up Moresh. Um, I think you know they they had handy handy little cameos mm. Um, mm. for the time that they got in you know in the conditions and given the situation that we we're in, but yeah I'm I'm excited to see them in full flight. As you say, not proven depth. I'd call it maybe a cheeky bit of depth. A cheeky bit of depth. Yeah, <laughs> but we, yeah. Showed, we showed little glimpses like Maresh in behind. He was quick. He got in behind at one stage. Tried, tried for the outside of the boot instead yeah. Yeah. of the, <laughs> the left foot, but. Yeah, like, like what I saw from all of the little um, cameos there. So, yeah, I think there's a lot to like there. It'll be sure. it'll be interesting to see if we press as much this season compared to last season without DDS because that was the big sort of critique on him prior to last season was that his work rate wasn't there. And I think last season it went through the roof for whatever reason, whether it was Contract injured, season. Contract season, yeah, he's probably most likely the answer. Um, but his work rate was huge. And it'll be interesting, you know. Obviously, we've got Matty Simon, Maka Urenia. We don't, we don't necessarily want them running around for eighty minutes chasing the ball. So it'll be interesting to see if we decide to sit back a little bit more and change styles a little bit. Because I, I think we heard, we heard in one interview, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Ollie or it was one of the boys saying about a new style of play and sort of getting used to it. So. It'd be interesting whether that's without the ball or with the ball, whether we're aiming to play a bit more on the counter. It'll be curious. That is an interesting point, though, because who's getting in a Monty team if they're not keeping the work rate up? No, that's right. Nobody. So it'll be game plan if that's what we're doing. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, especially against the Jets, because we want to shake them up a bit, you know. So, yeah, it's good times. So joining us this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast, we have, of course, Mariners CEO. It is the man himself, Sean Millicam. Sean, how are you, bud? Going great. Going very good. Looking forward to listening back to this as I drive to Newcastle. Uh, I'm sure that this will be the time that I listen back in the car. It'd be great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yes, of course, we are absolutely frothing for kickoff. But let's uh, let's dive in. Let's get this one out of the way early. Is there any update on the stadium? Uh, the council said the A-League agreement was going to be aligned to the stadium management rights. We know there's a tender process in place. You're in pretty limited as to what you can say up to this point. Is there anything that you can share or shed any light on at the moment? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, look, generally there's no updates, there's no news, haven't heard anything, um, but we're not expecting to hear anything. So it was just uh, um, we're, we're sort of mid-December is when we'll start to find stuff out. So, so there's, no, there's no news, but not expecting any news at this stage either. 
Well, you've got some sort of time frame, I guess, mid-December. I want to keep on asking you things, but I don't want to put you on the spot. Too. <laughs> 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 I think a lot of people are probably going to have questions like, is it going to affect the rest of the season going into next year and all these sorts of stuff, but I assume you can't say anything. Oh, look, um, I suppose... You know, it's mid-December that we'll find out. Um, I, I think that every sort of um, scenario has been sort of mapped out for us. Um, we're pretty positive that, that things will, will play out well for us as a, as a, as a club and, and as fans and stuff in the stadium. So we just have to wait and see. But I'm sure that the right outcomes will happen. There's a lot of people involved and um, there's a process that needs to happen. It's a, it's a community asset and needs to be treated with all the respect to make sure that the, that the right models are put in place. But yeah, all of the all of those games that are in the draw are scheduled to be played there. Is there any chance, realistically, that they're not going to be played there? Um, well, look, there's there's only um, there's only a temporary venue hire agreement in place um, that is yeah, dependent on the management rights situation. So um, I don't think there's any risk. No, but you know, until it's until it's all out there and all done, I don't want to you know, say one thing and something else happens, but. Um, but I'm relatively comfortable that um, that will be okay. Yeah. Mm. So, how would you assess the off season overall? Because we, we we haven't spoken to you since we appointed Monty. Uh, so, talk us through that sort of process and uh, and then going about building the squad with him. Yeah, look, I suppose the off season has been a a little bit disjointed because of COVID, but the team themselves were able to get a lot of training in. I think it was tough for them to play so many internal games um, and then it sort of hit us in a flurry, like it really came really thick and fast uh, into the period that we're in now. So, and, um, but all in all, we're able to, to get some upgrades into into the into the training facilities, which is there. The whole team's back and, and working hard. We've got some new staff uh, that, that are in and about and so it's been quickly about training them up as well off the field. And... Um, and yeah, I think it's been all okay. I don't think there's been um, been too much of a hiccup, really. It's it's been a, a pretty professional, slick, um, well organised preseason, and um, it should have put us in a really good stead, yeah, coming into this weekend. And how's the atmosphere? I mean, we, we had a win on the weekend, so the atmosphere amongst the boys from the other side of the fence looked pretty positive, pretty happy looking bunch. Is that how it feels from the inside? Um, I think the best thing about this is that. Everyone's kind of like, we need to do better. Like, how good's that as a feeling, as an emotion? Is that there's a bit of, oh, okay, yeah, you know what, one nil, we could have won by four, and we got work to do. We got work to do, as you know, on and off, and that's that's so good because I can tell you, a few years ago, we'd probably be popping the champagne corks, you know, just just on, on something like that. So, so it's nice to be into that into that position that it is a bit of, all right, we're we're professionals, we're a professional club, and we want more. Uh, the, so the membership numbers we heard are at about two and a half thousand. Um, how are we looking? Are we on track for our goals, or is there a bit of concern that we might be a bit low heading into the season? Look, there's um, there's been a spike, so I think we're closer to three thousand uh, now as as we've gone. So, and we're expecting a continued spike. The change in the draw that moved the round two Wellington game to Gosford uh, to um, uh, to Wollongong and switched around buys us more time to, um, to to get those memberships. So it's still a fair bit of time until our first home game on December 12. Um, so there's a bit to go, but also what has happened through COVID is some of the smaller packages and complimentary memberships and stuff that is nice for the numbers in the big picture, they've been cleaned out. So so we've sort of cleaned out there so there's no North Shore Mariners 
um, memberships and those sort of things that just drum up some numbers, but not real revenues and not real fans at times as we've as we've looked at who's actually attending and, and, and coming to games. So we'll clear that out. So I dare say that the 3,000 is still the 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 most fantastic, passionate 3,000 members that we all that we all see on every game. And now the challenge is who's new. Where, where do we grow for, through from here? So, so from three to five is about finding new fans um, and new members. How are we looking in terms of, I guess, ticket redemptions for the derby this weekend? Um, to be honest, I haven't heard, and, and I really should chase that up. Um, yeah, with Ian. So, um, so I've got to find that out. To be honest, I'm yeah. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll give Ian a call. We'll stitch him up. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just had an off season that is the first uh, time unbundled. Oof, what a word from the FA. Um, so what do you, how do you sort of assess that so far and is there any sort of look that this might be beneficial to our club? Yeah, there is um, and it's definitely uh, evolving and coming out uh, in stages and bits and pieces that's there and I think that the, um, the, um, yeah, the Keep Up uh, app, I don't know if you've jumped on that and had, had, had a look, I think that that's the first sort of indicator as to the strategy behind everything. Uh, around the around the data capture and the structure because it's not previously the apps and websites are run by external companies but this is actually run by the league so so the technical stuff is actually owned and run and operated uh, from that so I think there's a lot more that can come out of that stuff a lot more content I saw there was a Tom Smithies article that had some sort of guest speaker dribbling on about something <laughs> um, you know but that's the sort of you know controlling our own content controlling your own message not having to worry about what a rugby league newspaper is not going to write about us anymore, so so we can control our destiny there. I think that's probably the the the, the biggest immediate impact that's there that I, that I can see. That is one thing that I did want to touch on. Actually, we did see, of course, our own Aaron Morrow featured in a uh, Tom Tom Smithy's article on Keep Up uh, in the last couple of days. Have the club generally noticed, uh, I guess, an improvement in engagement between our social or marketing team uh, and the APL's content managers? Um, there's definitely um, there's definitely a more uh, collaborative approach that's there. Um, it's still it's still I don't want to say the word dysfunctional, but it's still you know got a long way to go, right? Like like it's yeah. Whereas previously I would have described it as dysfunctional, um, yeah, for it. So you know so there's uh, you know there's a there's a, a big billboard sign at the moment about the F three being gold that you know hasn't probably. Um, hasn't probably been communicated to us in the right way that we could really understand it, get behind it, and know how to how to how to swing back. So, so because apparently there's a there's a, a billboard somewhere up near the Newcastle Airport saying the F three is yellow and navy, but it's not on the F three. So I'm still sort of trying to piece some of those bits together. Right? So is that done by the league, not by? Yeah, Newcastle? it's done by the league. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Well, I hope it says F three at least because we thought it said M one. It's like are these people arrived last year or what? Apparently, it does say M one. Oh, it's the same one, does it? I think so. That's what, oh, that's what we've been told. I haven't seen oh, it. But that's yeah, I, again, and I suppose that's probably <clears throat> probably what I'm saying is at least they're getting there and they're, they're, they're starting to look at that stuff because yeah. previously that would never be no, – there wouldn't never. even be any advertising uh, at all on the coast. So, so now they're having to, having to go with this and we've just got to find a way to just align and get a real, real good understanding so that they can understand us and we can, uh, we can help them maximise the, the bang for buck. So in, in terms of revenue from merchandise and all that sort of stuff now, does that go now all to the club? Yep. Whereas in previous it was not much, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. So so um, that's why there will be a big push in merchandise um, yeah, for us. It's a new revenue stream for us. So, um, so, so yeah, money spent with the club stays with the club, which is great. And we can do a lot more. So Paladin's been really good. 
uh, their, their, their designs and their, their deliveries have been, um, have, have been really exceptional so far. So I'm looking forward to seeing all the jerseys in full flight. How's Mike? Mike's good. Mike's good. <laughs> I yeah. feel like we never hear from him now, which yeah. I don't know if it's a good it's thing or a bad thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, I spoke to Mike for a good two hours yesterday and uh, we had a really good catch-up and spoke all things, you know, football and Mariners and developments and councils and, and all that sort of stuff. He, he's, he's, in a, he's in a good place. He, he you know, of course, wants us to sell more and cost less and do those sort of things uh, as there, but I think he's really keen to see how Monty and the boys go uh, on, on the team and the, and the, and the pitch. And, um, yeah, I, I suppose he's in a pretty good place is the best way to say it. Is, yeah. is he happy with the structure of the APL now? You know, I know you've got other leagues sort of CEOs in, you know, positions of power, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Is is he sort of comfortable with that? Is he cautious about it or is is he sort of happy with it? I think there's a bit of wait and see, yeah, for it. I, I, the, the part for us as a club is we do have – a different strategy. We do have a different um, methodology to, to what we do and the way that we go about things compared to the rest of the club. And, you know, it's um, uh, it, it, it kind of pains me at times, but we've been called, last season's been called an, anom- an anomaly. You know, we've been called the lowest common denominator. Um, you know, those type of things have been said, you know, to me and about the club and all that. And it's because they don't understand us. They don't understand how we go about things and the way we do it and, and how we've found a way with the uh, with the budgets and resources to, to find a, a, a successful model. And so, so whereas the league is really driven to wanting to make sure that there's a lot of growth, there's a lot of expenditure and really pumping the money. And that's not the model for, for the Central Coast Mariners or Mike, um, in around that, so so there's probably a little bit of uh, tension or friction about about where the league is wanting to grow and drive and 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 the expectations from the league on clubs and where we are and and what we are looking to do and the way we're looking to go about it. Um, I think it'll all still be um, uh, better and clearer as 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 things evolve. But you know, there's no doubt that other clubs. Other club CEOs and other clubs' football departments get under a lot of pressure when they really look at their expenditure, how much they're spending, and the results and outputs that they're getting compared to us. Um, so, so it's so there are still um, still little battles and little little parts that are there, but but it's still better, it's still a lot, a lot better than what we had. Do you think though that that's a model that that can be sold to you know potential expansion franchises that enter the league uh, because you know. We've sold players, and I've heard Monty mention that a couple of times just recently. Uh, other clubs, I don't think, have sold players. So that's just one example of the kind of thing we do that's different than other clubs. But don't we need those kinds of di- that kind of diversity so that we can encourage the you know Canberra's, the I don't know Wollongong's, the Tasmanian teams, these kind of smaller um, sites, places um, to get into the league? Is is that how we can feel about ourselves? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the real sweet spots are around expansion and what that's going to look like. I get a feeling that they're probably going to be a bit more about what's going to really grow the league, what's going to have a big impact on the league. Um, so so whether it's a whether it's a big Brisbane derby you know, type sort of setup, you know, they, they might pick a location and say, this is where we want the franchise. Now everybody in there you know, make the submission rather than anybody in the country put in your best bid and we'll take the pick uh, from that. So so I actually don't know. I, I think from, uh, from the direction of the strategies that we're seeing, it's about how do we make things bigger? How do we make things more mainstream? How do we really grow the game and grow the support and get the bums in the seats? Uh, probably more so than than a, than a football development club, you know, culture and strategy. 
So we did have uh, quite a few players off contract come the end of this season, and it's obviously very early with the season not starting yet. But now that there's a TV deal in place, there's a bit more sort of a surety about what's going to happen in that regards. Is can we expect some, maybe some re-signings of you know those sort of key players, or is it just a bit of wait and see? Yeah, I think it's just a bit of wait and see. You know, every every player's on their own journey. Every player's got their own their own path and their own ambitions. That's there and um, and. Um, and I think yeah, we, we, we need to get, get the performances right and see who's really firing that's there. I think there could be movement around the January tran- transfer window should we be performing again because we're watching this and we're a selling club. So it's much easier for an agent to look at players at our club and go, wow, that player's really performing. I think I can sell him and move him knowing that they can have a positive conversation with the club, not not having to, to have a lot of barriers unlike other clubs where where they can really hold, hold things like that to, to ransom for very big dollars. You did touch on expansion very briefly there as well. Uh, one thing that we did see over the last few months is the W League coming to the Central Coast. That must be pretty exciting. Um, what's happening in the club space there? Yeah, so we we have to submit by the end of December uh, a strategy document in and around it. So, um, and it's really going to be primarily about facilities. What are the, what are the facilities that we've got? Where are they training? What are they doing? What are the capabilities uh, for us? And it's really important that we add to add to this because it can't in any aspect take away from the A-League. So we can't be in a situation where we go, oh, yeah, cool, we'll just plonk them in here and then the boys can't get as much field time or anything like that. It can't happen in that aspect. So we need to make sure we've got the facilities and the setup so that there's there's equal for the girls as there is for the boys and it definitely doesn't mean that the boys in any way take any step back at all. So, so we've just got to get that model right, understand what the facilities options are for us. Um, over the next few months, we've got probably three different models that we're, that we're looking at at the moment uh, with a view that we'll present, you know, definitely one, maybe two to APL and then get them to, to start to go, yeah, cool, this is great, let's do it. Is there any updates on sort of the sale of the club? Is, has there been any speak about that recently or is it sort of, no. sort of again, I guess sort of a bit of a wait and see now that the no, league has changed but, a lot? No, there hasn't, but the capital raise for the league, I think once that's all announced and rolled out, there's been a, a, a media article a few weeks back, but once that's secured, then that'll probably give – give Mike a bit more confidence around the value of, of the licence and, and, and what can happen there. So, um, But no, at the moment, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not seeing any movement. And in particular, Mike's pretty comfortable and settled at the moment. Um, he'll probably kill me for saying that because he wants me to, to, to make sure that, you know, but, but in, in all fairness, I think that over the course of the next 12 months, the, if we have another good season, we can really establish ourselves as to our position in the league and really give a, a product for, for sale or investment um, that's, um, that's really quite, quite exciting rather than a fire sale who's going to save type sort of thing, right, who's going to invest and actually help this thing grow. You know, totally different conversation. Is there, is there any news on sort of the COE to help that? Because I know there's obviously still a lot more work to be done here to sort of achieve the master plan, I guess. Is, is that sort of in the works sort of for the next year to try and get that sort of all nailed down? Yeah, look, it's it's definitely progressing. Greg Smith is um, our general manager of development. He's doing a great job. Um, there's um, there's movement around the Ibis Road entry point that's there. So we're hoping by by December we've got some resolutions with council about – or RMS, sorry, about uh, about getting that access in. And once that access comes in, then it really uh, really opens up. So we've got the plans for the hotel uh, and the DAs and those, uh, those things to come in, which will have a – a rooftop bar, which is uh, something I'm looking Pub? for. Yeah, yes. rooftop bar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so that that is very exciting, and um, but it's a it's a slow world that one that that takes time. Mm. Is there any uh, ETA, ETA around the uh, the jerseys being shipped out? 
Um, yeah, so the last date I heard was leading into our first home game. So that was there. Oh. So um, it was just, um, what's that, around the 8th, 9th of December, I think was, was when we were sort of expecting it and, um, and hopefully earlier. But, um, but they're on the way. And, um, and yeah, look, the reason for the delay is we needed to make sure that the – well, we really wanted to make sure that as much was sublimated and done properly. So for, for mate in particular, which was great, we got that, but then also the new A-League badging and logos. You'll notice some of the other clubs didn't make that decision. They went the other way. They went and got a mate and they've all sort of heat-sealed, you know, the A-League and the Isuzu logos onto – Onto that sort of stuff, so we held Yuck. and waited. Yeah, but we, yeah, we held and waited so that it was at least sublimated into into the into the fabric. So that's we could a, be seeing like a, a, a Brisbane, a repeat of the Brisbane ACL uh, yes. number number gate. I, I did see our <laughs> FFA Cup badge starting to come off on Lewis Miller's um, yeah. jersey on the weekend. That's just because he's so, so buff, <laughs> <laughs> stretching it. <laughs> and uh, finally, one here from uh, Stuart Nugget Weatherall. Um, name your one favourite beer. Name my one favourite beer. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. only choose one. Sorry, can only choose one. <laughs> these, these are the rules. I don't make the rules here. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that. Um, my one favourite beer. My one favourite beer for the moment. Um, this is very relevant to my interests. Uh, yeah, actually, I think that you sort of revealed it. I can't think which post it was now, but you were actually really driving one hard there. Yeah, recently. there was. It was. That must have been one of our sponsors. <laughs> 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 You're looking up your own <laughs> Facebook there just to make sure you get that uh, right. <laughs> so, no, look, I think if um, if I was to pick one at the moment, that's 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 there. There's yeah, probably the the New England IPA from Mountain Goat. I think that's probably the one that I'm that I, I've been drinking just a bit more naturally uh, than anything um, uh, for me. But um, I suppose yeah. For me, beer's beer. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair I heard they recently added more hops to it. <laughs> How do you? Uh, what, what, last one, what happened at the Big Four on the weekend? I don't know. <laughs> what, you don't remember? No, look, it was very good. I had uh, had lots of friends and family there and, uh, and, uh, and, a, and a pretty good sponsor who um, – who at at some early hours we decided to just keep drinking, and we just kept drinking, and just kept drinking. So um, yeah, so so he won uh, because I had to go home. <laughs> so so but good day. Late arrivals <laughs> home yeah. there. <laughs> That's a big one. Well, how was Mudgy as a host? I guess. Yeah, they were really good, really good, uh, really welcoming, uh, really open. Um, yeah, yeah, great to work with. Um, no dramas. It was great. Just need to get the weather right. That was that was probably <laughs> the, only, the only bit. I mean, the pitch was great. Yeah. Yeah. That hot was tip. incredible. Hot tip for Mudgy Council: just fix the weather next time. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, that was great, and and you know, looking forward to uh, to the next opportunities we get. How many people did we get out there? Do you? Uh, it was a thousand. Yeah, I think it might have been just under a thousand. Um, yeah, crowd that was there. So, and they were all polled into the Grand Centre apart from some lunatics who stood behind the goals. Yeah, who would uh, do that? <laughs> Idiots. Go figure. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it was pretty cold and blustery that was there. So it'd be nice to get all the kids out in the hill and really see that really come to life. Yeah, it's an absolute ripper weekend. Well, Sean, thank you once again for joining us this afternoon on the Coast Football Ramble. Absolute pleasure. Any final words from yourself? Um, no, not really. Looking forward to getting up the... Uh, get up the F3 and, and winning this one on the weekend and getting the season started. So, 
get on get on buses, planes, trains, automobiles, whatever you need to do, get up there and, and cheer us on. Make sure that we've got our home crowd advantage because they've got a shit crowd and we've got a good one. So, uh, <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, I, I really don't like the Jets. And no, you no, either. No, you know what? Actually, before before we let you go, we did see um, a suspected Twitter hack <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. Now, this, it wasn't me. This it wasn't, wasn't me. Anyway. I'm going to deny that. For, I, anyone, for anyone that's not on Twitter, um, these official the official Central Coast Mariners Twitter page posted a uh, tweet that was swiftly deleted saying, Jets suck ass. <laughs> um, any suspects? Any suspects? Yes, 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 there are suspects. Um, <laughs> yes, there are, there are plenty of apologies, questions, concerns. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we were able to change the tone a little bit for Marvin, get Marvin on there uh, with a bit of different commentary. And um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. And let's just um, let's just move on from that question. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoyed that moment. That was good moments, and yeah. it lasted on my Twitter profile for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, and where's where's so. the lie? So, <laughs> well, I just posed the question. Correct? Question mark? Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, you know, you'd say that after you've beaten them. I mean, we'll I, say it then as well. It's interesting, Aaron, because you're, you're showing the photo there of the billboard. Uh, you know, is it M3? Or it actually F1? does say F3. F3, so, there you go. And, and there actually, you go. so I'm fairly impressed. There I don't know about that gold business. That person who looks like Pooh Brown to me, but, <laughs> but gold, if you say so. Um, yeah. um, I'll be interested to see wherever it is that uh, yellow is because uh, no doubt it's a bigger sign, better sign, more expensive sign, <laughs> better looking sign, better worded, better font. Can't think of anything more, but yeah. But it's, it's just interesting because when you talk about the banter that happens around the derby uh, that's always there, generally what has happened is whoever's had the most amount of banter is actually not, not won. So, so generally the club that's been a little bit more quieter Look. and comfortable has gone and Got to take away the points and, and let the you know let the scoreboard do the talking. So you didn't spend three whole weekends painting a Roy O'Donovan snake tip and have him score <laughs> a hat trick or whatever it was. So we we know all about we, backfiring. We, we've still got that, by the way, sitting in the back shed there. So yeah, so so we probably have I to block that out of my memory. Too. <laughs> I have no recollection of this. I had a lot of fun painting that banner, but uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, after it went up, the rest of the day was no bueno. It upset Ernie Merrick greatly, and oh, that's the best thing. Yeah, that Merrick was crying. Yeah. So do we send that to, I don't know, Arpia Leichhardt or someone to go and put it up at the Sydney Olympics? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so Absolutely. Are Sydney Could Olympic in the Cup still? Yeah, they're playing Sydney FC. Okay, well, if they get passed out, then we draw them. We can whip it back out. <laughs> Needs a much yeah. more wrinkly snake, you know, much older. <laughs> <laughs> like can we talk about over the snakes on the podcast, mate? We'll get sent It's shed skin, has it? Because <laughs> did I hear right? Laurie's there as well? Is that... Oof. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I think I heard the Laurie's on the board. So That's RTK on the pod. Oof, there you go. Yeah. 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 I haven't spoken to Laurie. I'll, I'll ask him, but I definitely heard that Laurie was on the board there, Olympic, and... So Laurie with with Roy makes sense. That's perfect. It, all, it checks out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's well make played. sure that we draw Olympic in the next round of the cup. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah. Of course, we've got to beat Wolves first, and uh, Olympic will have to beat Sydney. Easy done. No done. worries. Oh, have uh, Have you been told when that game is on yet? Is that no, we'd no. love to know though. Oh, that's okay. Ah, there we go. I think that's breaking news. Have we got a <sighs> breaking news on the pod? Do the siren. Do the siren. The first of December. The only thing I can't tell you is if it's seven or seven thirty. But yeah, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday. Wait, first Wednesday of December. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, first that's of December. Shit, that's mid, midweek that's before MacArthur away. That's yeah. in like two weeks. What so a massive week. So Wollongong. Wollongong on the Saturday, Wollongong on the Wednesday. Oof. And, and then, then MacArthur on there. the Sunday. I, I hope petrol prices yeah. are low. 
<laughs> three, three away days in a week. Hook it to my veins. Oh, this next month is crazy. Yeah. How good. Yeah, Football two trips fest. down to Wollongong. Yeah, Such Ooh, a quiet off-season and then as soon as the season starts, just straight into it. Love mm. it. I won't be staying at the Big Four in Wollongong. <laughs> <laughs> because you're banned from all nationally? <laughs> Liver damage. It's also breaking news on the podcast. Sean Millicamp has been banned from every Big Four in the country. Oh, dear. Uh, I'll be Gabby before me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good areas. All right. Thanks once again for joining us on the podcast this afternoon, Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. And uh, we'll see you again on Sunday, no doubt. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Catch Sean. us. Thanks, Sean. Love you too. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>
So, no, I, used, I didn't. Used up I, half of his allowance, I which means use... he has an extra four to use <laughs> at another time during the season. And Bank them up, baby. And I will use them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did enjoy some good ones, and um, but not enough of them. And um, actually, uh, slightly disappointing that there wasn't enough alcohol in the beers at the game. But that's another story. <laughs> Mid-strength, that's okay. Lee Cooper asks, Stensness who? I uh, barely noticed that he wasn't there in the midfield. I would agree with that. That's fair. Yeah. No. And, uh, and we, you know, have said that I have said that we would miss him probably as much as anyone this season. So, mm. yeah, fair play to Boz and um, Maxi played yeah. well. I think, I think yeah, I, with all due respect to Blacktown, I think the real test will be agree. over the next few games whether Maxi starts and how much we, how much we notice that. Sort of like we said, whether we see Buller come into the side and sort of get over his little niggle and we see Niz go back to that DM role. Um, and, you know, as amazing as Niz is, he's not Stenzis when it comes to strength and size and some of the defensive um, displays we saw from Stenzis last season. So it'll be a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, all in for, for Maxi to start the next sort of few games and see if he can fill them shoes. Michael Dovey, g'day Michael from uh, from Dove Mac Mining and Construction. Actually, I think they changed their business name recently. But um, uh, he asks, how good was it having heaps of Mariners supporters staying at the Big Four Park? Um, sounds like a sick invite to me, actually. <laughs> we wouldn't <laughs> know. A sick invite. We would not know at all. <laughs> we only know from the cryptic comments on Facebook. Yeah, uh, some <laughs> elite secret society that I'm not aware of. So. Sean wouldn't <laughs> tell go. us. Yeah, righto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Creative Camo over on Instagram asks, will Paramount Plus be ready for this weekend? Is it not ready? I believe it is. No, I think they've, uh, over the last few days, actually just added the uh, the football section onto their app. Um, so they've now got the sections for the A-League men's, uh, A-League women's, the Socceroos, Matildas, etc. So, yeah, looking like it should be good to go. I haven't got Paramount Plus yet, so I'm going to have to get, get it. <laughs> I, Don't you get it with your membership? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. a discount? Or well, I, haven't, I haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah. It's I like, did. Um, I'm keen for the double header, though, to see how that plays out. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Was, be, I think James Walker, a good friend of the show, was saying earlier. Yeah, he doesn't in, listen so far. <laughs> he wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not a friend of the show at all, actually. Quite, quite <laughs> enemy of enemy the show. Enemy of the show. <laughs> I'm coming for you, James. You know, keep your friends close. <laughs> <laughs> It won't get back. <laughs> well, he, he did mention that um, this uh, this looks like it's the first time in A-League history that we've had a, a double header or s- simultaneous matches. Yeah, we're growing up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, th- this just could be a little bit of a pre-rant, but, um, uh, but to be fair, one of our customers did say on the weekend that there wasn't enough rant in the last podcast, so just a little... One of our customers. <laughs> one of our customers. <laughs> Sorry, Mick. Loose, like loose use one of the term. One of maybe, our franchise, Mick franchise customers. <laughs> it's fan number four or something. I don't know what his number is. But anyway, no, we. Uh, I hope that Paramount are ready. I hope 10 are ready. Not enough, um, you know, post-game stuff available. Couldn't watch the replay of the FFA Cup game, which I hope that's um, an anomaly. Um, you know, the idea that in a few weeks I might not be able to come home after the game at home and sit down at 10 o'clock, watch the game, and then fall asleep uh, while I'm, you know hold my phone two hours later at one o'clock in the morning well that's going to be a disappointment so i really do hope they're ready so but i'm just putting this pre-rant there just to make sure that that's covered yeah no you're absolutely right i need to be able to gently pass out nursing a whiskey at at one o'clock in the morning watching the replay that's the thing it's this thing 
Footy's back, baby. Yeah, for me, it's drop my phone, damage it on the floor, and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. What? I really want my sad McDonald's after we lose to City on a Wednesday night. <laughs> sad Maccas. Oh. In no. front of three people. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's have happy McDonald's. I'd rather happy McDonald's at Lithgow's than that. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want an angry drink when I get home. Andrew P over on the ccmfans.net forum asks, uh, is there any update on the Supporters Trust? You're probably the best person no. most to answer this, I think. No, there's Pete. not, but we really need one because, you know, I think I was saying um, before this recording that I think we're at a time when there seems to be a little bit of a buzz around things. Mm. Um, things are ramping up. There's change. People are liking the look of that change. So I really, yes, time to make the call, get our friend Mark Brogan on here to, yep. um, to uh, have a chat to us about where that's at. Um, I know he's had a pretty busy private life, so I'll leave that there. But, um, but yeah, good time to ramp up on what's going on and, uh, and find out what's happening next. Yeah, we'll try and get Mark on the show over the next uh, couple of weeks. Ozhammer once again on the forum. Does Pete recommend Norwegian formula skin moisturizer to deal with the effects of mudgy frostbite? Also, was he concerned about running the risk of an indecent exposure charge by bearing those legs? What's wrong with my legs? Mate, you have great pins besides a dodgy <laughs> ankle. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually feeling pretty good today. Long possible <laughs> possible whiteness Long concern? Is that, the, uh, is that the concern there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a minute since I've been in the sun, I guess. A little bit of glare. We certainly, um, weren't, certainly weren't getting any sun there. Was out no there. Sun, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah I was hoping I, to work on my tannage, but yeah. I don't think my face has ever been so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. Goosebump city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Norwegian formula skin moisturizer is the way to go. I'll send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> Discount code Bry. <laughs> <laughs> Does get you 25% off and free shipping. Uh, Mel Ange, once again on the forum, what do the pod team think of the new Keep Up app? Uh, it seems to be good from Ouroboros. Uh One of us featured on it today. <laughs> <laughs> have you downloaded it yet, Boise? I have not. Get it together. No. Yeah, I, I, think it, I think it's a good, you know, change. Uh, my So, you know, bringing football together into one place where you can source all your football needs, I think is a great way to... It's 100% needed. Yeah, great way yeah. to go about it. Um, so there's a lot of variety there. Um, yeah, my only beef would be that I'm a bit of a fantasy Premier League player and I'd like to see a fantasy game in the A-League and they haven't done that yet, but I did see in one of the articles... There used to be one though. Yeah, and I'd like us to get back there. I have seen in one of the articles that there is the plans to get into gamification. So unless that's like, you know, preserving dead bodies, then then, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm optimistic it's to do with, you know, fantasy football and the same because I think it's a great engagement tool and um, also I want to play it. Yeah, and they, so, they, yeah. They've, they've got some really good people working for them too, like Tom Smithies, who's uh-huh. a really good football writer, um, who is, I think he's, he's in charge of the A-League men's and A-League women's I think so. content mm. that goes uh, up there on the app. So there should be some good stuff to come of it. Lovely. And Matt Grandevec uh, back over on Instagram asks, lads, what are your thoughts on the Jets billboard on the M1? So I only found out about this when we got here this afternoon. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea it was, it was a thing. <laughs> I think I caught up in the group chat and didn't realise what the reference was. Um, but have we had the Sean interview? Yes. Okay. So yeah, like, like, like Sean <laughs> Through the magic of podcasting. Through the magic of editing. Um, yeah, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a league done thing, I, you know, it's good. Um, but yeah, not sure on the execution. Yeah. I don't know how much, I think according to Sean, it was probably done a bit without 
maybe too much involvement from too the Too much consultation. Yeah, I well, would, Sean did say that yeah. – um, so that one's up near the Newcastle interchange apparently, but apparently we uh, – or the league has also put a, Mariner, a pro-Mariners billboard up around Newcastle Airport. Yeah, which is not – yeah, it could be relevant because Newcastleites are leaving. It's understandable. <laughs> I'd be leaving if I lived there. So <laughs> perhaps that's the reason for putting that there. But I, I would say I was a little bit concerned when I saw that it was referred to as the M1 where they had placed it or the M1 Derby or anything like that. But no, I've now seen the picture. Thanks, Seaton Wilson. And uh, F3 Derby is what it says. So, you know, even though I, got that I, th- part right. I think I already say maybe later that, um, I don't know about this gold business, the F3 is gold or some bullshit like that, more <laughs> brown if you ask me but uh but yeah I, I like the banner idea but you're right pete the um execution needs to allow that banter to sort of filter into the social media and the fans and even the club you know get on it so yeah um, i can't be too critical too critical of it because this this is what we've wanted for good start years right yeah. we've wanted more promotion more of this sort of stuff we've seen a lot of um advertisements you know for the paramount stuff in sydney you know bus stops and billboards and all sorts of stuff. So, you know, they, they've had as much as he's, he's a pain. They've had uh, Archie Thompson mm. on um, Master what, what bloody cooking show. Yeah, that one. Um, and they, you know what? He doesn't actually entirely suck. Somebody <laughs> said that because he didn't he get voted off last night or the uh, night before. I, I haven't really been watching it, but I've seen a few of his snippets and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? It's not actually that bad. Yeah. This, this is his wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah. So like they, he's, he's an entertainer. Yeah. So they, they, they do it. They've, they've been sort of doing this sort of really good crossover stuff and they had uh, Anthony Caceres and uh, Hemed on Studio 10 yesterday or the mm-hmm. morning before doing some sort of sort of like a Soccer AM style thing right. in the car park or whatever it was. So that was kind of a little bit cringy, but it was all right. The project have been doing a lot of the pro- uh, Yeah, they, they've been doing a lot well. of stuff. So yeah. speaking, of, speaking of Soccer AM style sort of shows, Mick Komet has mentioned this a couple of times. Archie would be a perfect fit to host a Soccer AM style sort of show. He would because he's... He's a clown. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that, thank you, clown. Clown is, a, clown is a much better word than I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 you know, he's, he's another, he's, he's a carbon copy of Jimmy Bullard in yeah. so many ways. Yeah, he would yeah. be good as like a co-host to like yeah. somebody who knows what he's sort of doing. Yeah. And then Archie can be like, in, sort of in the background. Like, yeah. You'd be like, what? Yeah. I know <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. That's the, the noise he makes when he actually commentates a game. Good, it's true. good the message getting out there into the mainstream, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, the, the sign thing uh, back there, then at least uh, let's hope it's facing uh, south. So that when we are heading up there, then we can stop the car, get out, take some selfies after we throw some who knows what we're going to throw onto the sign <laughs> and uh, enjoy those moments as well. Because, yeah, we do want to get the message out there and there is a buzz around the A-League starting up. So yeah. pretty optimistic. Heading over to Twitter, um, CCM16 on Twitter asks, just wondering what membership numbers are looking like and if possible, how many away tickets have been redeemed or sold for the Derby? Also keep up the good work, boys. Uh, I think Sean did mention membership numbers are looking at around the 3,000 mark at the moment or just shy. Um, and we are waiting for a response from Ian, Ian, the membership man, in terms of how many tickets have been redeemed for the Derby. Um, and Ruchesco on Twitter mentions that uh, they watched the Costa Rica against Canada game last week. Um, do you reckon we could fix the Costa Rican FA up with a membership or a Paramount Plus subscription or maybe just start a hashtag justice for Marco campaign? They were absolutely toothless. What did you used to get in the... Oh, wasn't, didn't we used to have like an overseas membership pack? 
uh, thing? I think so. Yeah. International members or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon yeah. we can fork one out for the Costa Rican FA? <laughs> for the Costa Rican FA. Could. Yeah. I think we should. As a bribe? <laughs> oh, I think we should. Yeah, definitely. So I have heard, and I'm not entirely sure of exactly how accurate it is. I like sentences pretty, to start pretty, like this. Pretty pretty decent source. Um, that Marco was very much in the frame for those World Cup qualifiers with Costa Rica. Um, but it was an issue with the um, uh, quarantine rules to get him back into the country mm. that um, made him sort of say, well, actually, no, I'm not going to go for this one. Um, not sure if you guys have heard you know, things along those lines as well, but um, that's what I've heard. That's what I was hearing at the time. And I'm happy to roll with that narrative. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it's, let's let's just go with it. That's right. Um, <laughs> Wanted to be here for the derby. Well, yeah. I mean, if that's the case, hopefully that was his decision to do that and it wasn't forced on him by the club or something because then it would obviously mm. leave him quite unhappy because I think that's probably one of the main reasons why he stayed because he, know, wants, to he, go wants, to he wants to go to the World Cup and to put himself in the window. Um, and if he would to be held back, by the club, that would be unfortunate, which I don't think that would happen. No, I think if, no, if yeah. he would have been picked and if he went, yes, I want to go and I have to quarantine, I think the club would be very supportive of that. 100%. So. They it might have would. just been timing because the international borders thing is is fresh, isn't it? That's right, yeah. yeah. So now now he Monday? would be able, he would be able to go. He yeah. would be able to go yeah. and come back without quarantining now. Yeah. Yeah. So I think because there is another – there's a window that we play through during the season, isn't there? There's an international window that we don't get the break for. Well, we do have breaks now, but is there one we do play through? Is there? I think there's one that we play through. I could be completely wrong. I'm probably making all this shit up, um, as I, <laughs> I generally hope so, do. Because we want him to go. <laughs> we but want him a, to go. I have a sneaking suspicion that he might well get the call up. We want him to go. We want, we want to become Costa Rica fans as well as Aussie fans. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get around it. Yeah, We're big fan it. of Costa Rica football. Of course, we've always been fans since the very beginning. <laughs> since I was born, I was a Costa Rica fan. We love Didn't all their. Know? We are. We love all their players like yeah, Marco jo- and uh, <laughs> Joel Campbell and, and um, the other players. Yeah, Joel uh, Campbell. Um, Marco, Marco love, one, Marco two. We love, we love that coach who is. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll figure it out before there's a World Cup. All, yeah. all we want is a team of Marco Owens. <laughs> exactly. Number one. Number two. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. So looking at other Central Coast Mariners related news, of course, Sean Millicamp did just let us know that we will be traveling down to Wollongong for the round of 16 on the 1st of December, I think he said, at uh, 7 or 7.30 p.m. um, for that one as we face the Wolves. Um, That's two trips to Wollongong in the space of like, what, four days? days. What is it with us in Wollongong? You gotta love it. Like a match made in heaven. Don't mind it. I love it. uh, Outside of our stadium, probably the stadium with arguably the best view. Well, we just had so much fun there over the years yeah. as well. So yeah. we, we, we beat the Wolves last time we played them down there. We beat the Knicks the last time we played them down there. Mm-hmm. Had a shitload of fun doing it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Two Checking games out. in four days. Let's do it. Checking out the hotels, surely. Um, yeah, very tempted to just work down there for the weekends. Yep. Could be something about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Checking yeah. Checking it out. There's a lot a of football coming up though, isn't there? Mm-hmm. We're going to be busy boys. Don't know what we're going to do about a pod. <laughs> Still yeah, no. Maybe we do a live, our plans. live show from a pub down in Wollongong or something on the Tuesday. Yep. Oof. New things. New things. But again, content. I mean, we'll obviously speak about it a bit more once it gets closer. Maybe next week. Well, it's not really that far away, isn't it? It's like two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> it's two um, weeks away. But I mean, won't be an easy game. Luke Wilkshire, obviously coach of the Wolves mm. at the moment. Mm. Um, they Did they win it la- not last year before they won the NPL? Yeah, it was the a grand, couple of years ago now that they won, won the, the league NPL. or the grand final. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Similar, sort of pretty similar to Blacktown, a pretty consistently good team. 
uh, in the NPL. I think. And they were so dominant against Mount Druid. I know it's Mount Druid, but they yeah. absolutely tore them apart yeah. um, in their 3-0 win in their round of 32 clash a couple of weeks ago there. It could have been anything that game. Yeah, so not another another um, hard game to get into the next round. One or two former Mariners in that uh, group. Not only that, our uh, coach, a Monty. former player. Um, the so Monty Derby. Exactly. <laughs> the so Monty Wilkshire Derby. There's yeah. a lot happening there. Josh McDonald. Josh McDonald, I was about um, to say. Yep. Who else? Uh, uh, Bill Belcardi is another one. Belcardi scored That's a right, cracking goal in the in the uh, game against Mount Druitt. He did. I've also seen his crack. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching that. <laughs> Either your comment or his crack. Famously, <laughs> do you want to uh, elaborate on that one yeah, there? Yeah, I Suppose I should, otherwise that would be a bit weird if we left it. <laughs> um, Newcastle away in the NPL because, like I said before, I do stupid things when it comes to <laughs> watching football involved in this club and drove to Newcastle one Sunday afternoon to watch us play. You were on commentary, Pete. I was. And um, were, were we up 3-0? We were up 3-1. 3-1, yeah. yeah. And as we like to do in the NPL sometimes, we completely blew it. And um, for – I think it, We were it, up 4-3 at the time. It ended 4-4, didn't it? Yeah. Yep. So we're up 4-3. Uh, Bilal gives away a very silly penalty. Um, Jets, parents, uh, and this was during COVID, so like everybody was watching from outside the fence at Spears Point, sort yep. of a bit of a weird sort of like a setup. And um, they were, you know, sort of yelling and screaming. And he decided to drop his Dax and <laughs> moon the Jets fans yeah. after he gave away the penalty. And then they scored and it was ended 4-4. So. 4-4. And I don't think he played for the academy again after that, to be honest. I don't think he did. Yeah. I don't think he did. It wasn't a proper mooning, just to be clear. It's more of like a Michael Thwaite pull down to reveal very tight skins. But yeah. <laughs> Cracking performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was an interesting time. Yeah. yeah. No, James Bayless came in and played right back for the rest of the season. <laughs> yes. Interesting player. But yeah, it will be another tough game. Few former Mariners, as there seems to be these days in these uh, most of the NPL clubs. So. Mm. But Wollongong should be fun. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Look at look it! And of course, looking ahead to the big one, it is of course round one uh, of the A League for 21-22 as we head up to McDonald Jones Stadium uh, to beat the Jets once again. Another scum dome away day. Uh, I know you love, love opening it. round derbies, Luke. Uh, nah. the but I know of, you. I know, you, I know, you, I know you're keen for this. Though. I am so you can't keen. Not, you can't <laughs> not be keen. I am so keen. Tell me you're um, not keen. I wish it was on the Saturday or the Friday, not four or five on a on a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Have we got a weather weather report or anything for Sunday? I don't know. But storm. Yeah, I, rain and storm. I think jets. Jets have gone. You know, as raining Mariners goals. Yeah, as as they tend to do for me in the off season, they go very under the radar for me. I don't necessarily pay too much attention to them. Um, but watching watching the Western United game from the weekend, they were they were actually all right, and um, may, maybe maybe underestimated them a little bit. Um, their defence could be a shambles. Has very much a shambles potential. Um, Dane Ingham started at right back. He got Jordan Elsie and Matty Yerman playing centre back. Elsie famously um, destroyed by Kewal <laughs> a couple of times last season. Um, and they had uh, Hoffman playing left back. Mr. Oh, right. Mr. Everywhere. Mr. Versatile. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Angus Sergate and Costa Grozos anchoring the midfield. Grozos had a rough night against Weston. 
big raps on him in the MPL. He's a good player. He's a good player. That's what I hear, but I have not seen it yet. Mm. I've seen him. I think I saw him once tear apart our MPL side. Yeah. And but that's it. He seems to have these big raps. Got let go by Western Sydney. Mm. Looking for other opportunities. Huge step up from MPL two to A League as well. Though it is. Yeah. So him and Angus Sergate were anchoring the midfield. I think the the scariest thing about Newcastle from what I saw on the weekend is going to be probably Daniel Pena. He was Mm. the free kick he scored. Oof. Mm, mm. That was an absolute rocket. I think it would be a good pickup. And he he seems to be their name, main creative outlet. Um, he's he's on loan from Brazil from Atlético Mineiro, and I think this is his sixth or seventh on loan club. So he sort of bounced around Brazil to a whole bunch of different clubs, and has somehow ended up out in, out here. But easily the best player on the weekend. Um, they got stitched up for a goal. Against what? Western was 100 percent across oh, the line. Nah, absolutely no, no chance. No, without the Robbie Slater analysis, I can't be convinced. True. Yeah. You, you need there were no there. shots, and you know that picture they show in the Premier League. You know where a millimeter of the ball is over, the, over line? the line. Yeah, yeah. There was a millimeter over for sure. What do you mean? I reckon because of the, the curvature of the ball. I reckon. I reckon there might have just <laughs> yeah. been some that was just over the, the line. The curvature of the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you talking about the Earth's flat? COVID's a hoax. <laughs> It was their own fault anyway because... Do you have a Facebook page? (laughs) Yeah, it's called Australians Against 5G. (laughs) It was their own fault anyway. It shouldn't have mattered because uh, if they hadn't been, you know, yours, yours in defence, then... uh, That's what I mean. They were... Yours. Yours. You played all that football. What happened to you? (laughs) Poor Jack Duncan. He got... I think he got stitched up by Hoffman for the first goal. I don't know what Hoffman was doing, whether he thought... Duncan had it or not, but he just thought he'd run near the ball and not really do anything with it. Mm. And then um, Lockie Wales bags one of the easier goals of his life. And then, um, yeah, for the second one, I mean, I, I don't even know how you explain that, <laughs> what he did. It was oh, quite yeah. difficult to do and he managed to do it. Blue boat reels worldwide for sure. Full-blown air swing. So mm. whether, you know, I... Doubt Arthur Pappas would swing the axe that early just based off that game, but he, he might. We haven't <laughs> mentioned know. one name yet. Former Mariner, Mr. Hollywood himself, Samuel Silvera. Yes. Who? Was he there? Have, you, have, we, have, have, we, have you heard of him before? <laughs> Some bloke. Some bloke. Some guy that I, I re-watched a Yellow Army video from Brisbane away like four years ago when we said we were, <laughs> <laughs> it was the nope. next big thing. <laughs> nope. Uh, Didn't happen. That, yeah. Was that, that even an A-League game or was that an FFA Cup game? Got him behind once and... That was the FFA yeah. Cup game, I'm pretty sure, where he yeah. actually played pretty decent. Yeah. 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 So, um, but I mean, yeah, I think Daniel Pena is going to be pretty dangerous this weekend. They've they've got... They've fully filled up all their foreigner spots. Yeah. Um, so they've got Mikhail Tadetsi, I think is how you, how you pronounce it, I think. It's not bad. I enjoyed um, you doing that, even if it isn't. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he, he started as a striker. He's played for the Georgian national team, and there's there's, there's definitely a few journeymen powerhouse of European football. Exactly, one hundred percent. There's seems to be quite a few uh, links to is it Xanthi? Is that how you pronounce it? The club in Greece? Oh where, yeah, where Pappas. Yeah, there's quite yeah. a few links there. So he's come straight from Xanthi, um, Citravanus, the Greek guy. Citravanus. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yep. also come from Xanthi. It just gets better, this pronunciation. I know. It's that, really was, hard. that was pretty close. Cedrivanus. I wish they would sign more <laughs> easier to pronounce players. Um, and Olivia Bumal, who who looks also pretty dangerous on the wing. So I think their their front four actually looked all right. And I think with Pena in there, some of their creative stuff was actually pretty good. And right up to after they had the goal, not allowed, that probably should have been allowed, um, they were all over Western. 
they were all over them. I don't know how they didn't how they didn't capitalise on the possession and the chances that they had, and then really just two bad mistakes let them down, and probably a game that Western would walk away from going shit. We got pretty lucky. So um, sounds familiar though, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Played well, possessed the ball a lot, made a, made a mistake, lost. Seen that before. Oh, where have we seen that? <laughs> hey, Paolo. Hey, Paolo. Uh, hey, you <laughs> and, and they've got Valentino Yule to come in as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 a bit of a weird one. I feel like Jets games this season, uh, they're going to either end all 5-5. Five five. Five. <laughs> they're going to win 5-0 or they're going to lose 5-0. It's going to be just ex- I think, extremes. Yeah. I think because, they're so suspect defensively yeah. that this weekend is going to be pretty open. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I can't wait for the who can kick the shit out of each other more derby between Matty Simon and Matty Yerman. It's just going to be like battle of the well, mats. The, the slide tackles they're going to be on, aren't they? You may as well put a UFC octagon in the just middle. Did Coming a back to report. the weather, yeah, <laughs> we got Tim Bailey over yeah. here in the corner, and uh, what do you got there for us, Tim? Ninety percent chance of twenty to forty millimeters. Oh, so slide, ta- slide tackles are on. What the hell? <laughs> so raincoats for us boys as well. So two two times in a week. Um, I'll make Make sure I'm wearing shorts again. and yeah, uh, yeah. Times. I might have to wear shorts just to be with you guys. <laughs> yeah, shorts in solidarity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> shorts in the bay. Come on. I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, yeah, like in, the, in that Western game, they had three players in that starting 11 who were in the squad last season. So massive changes mm. for them. A completely new look side. New look style of play. They look like they want to play football. So it, it'll be interesting to see how we combat their front four. Big tests for... Um, young Jacob Farrell, if he starts again, I think. Um, really a big test for our pretty young back four, you know, besides Storm. Um, and I think, you know, even though Corrales is young now, you could probably call him relatively experienced. The elder statesman really of that back four now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Um, well, actually, he's, he's not that he's young, part, He's part of the leadership group. I think he's 23, oh, isn't 23, he? 23, 24, yeah. Is he? He's, he's, he's he, young. He, he, Ollie he's Roo, isn't he? Right. So. so, yeah, I, I'm not, we haven't heard what's going on with Ruan. Hopefully he will be back. Um, add a bit more strength to that back line, but even though Lewis Miller is strong, but not as experienced as what Ruan is. And based off the season he had last year, I would put Ruan straight back in if he was available. Dan Hall. All Dan Hall. <laughs> I can't is, believe. Are we talking about depth? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you analyse the Jets so closely. I turned it over. I turned uh, on their highlights just so they could fast forward to when that goal that wasn't, <laughs> just to check that it wasn't. And obviously, it wasn't. Someone has to try. Hey, bloody professional. Come there on. was a, it's similar to an offside down at Campbelltown. There was absolutely no proof that he was offside uh, in that case, <laughs> and there was absolutely no proof that ball crossed the line. So on that basis, it didn't cross the line. So. Uh, what are your tips for this weekend, wow. Luke? Put rain. a number on it. Rain. <laughs> Cold. Rain. Yeah, rain. Um, Very wet. One all. Josh. See, this is this is it's really hard because round one, you know, you got to put a number on it. Yeah. This is this is why I think Luke and I are in agreement of derbies in round one. Just not a fan. We, you want to see a derby five, six, or seven when teams are started. You know, got the first four games under the belt. Yeah. Then you know sort of where you stand and where the other team stands. I I think we'll get up two one. Mods. I'm with Josh. two one. I think it'd be tight, but I think we'll uh, have too much uh, cohesion that they're still developing. And after they called yours a couple of times, and Matty Simon slips through and puts one in the net, then uh, the rest will be history. Yeah. And them. Yeah, I think it's going to be two one. I like it. So many new signings for them. It's just it's so hard to tell. Like they've they've got another foreigner as well who didn't play on the weekend, who 
used to play for Valencia and had a sort oh, of Spanish fella. pretty yeah. good youth career. Yeah, and then has sort of ended up the last couple of seasons playing in India. So um, I'll tell you who else had a pretty good youth career in Spain. Azdrubal. <laughs> hey, Paolo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he was good until he tried the bicycle kick. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think definitely a new look. New look, Newcastle, but hopefully similar results to what we've seen in the last sort of season or so where we've been a bit more competitive against them and not taken as many L's as what we have. Carried to victory by the yellow fans. I also think yeah. I also read that the uh, there's a the, the all-time record has us one win behind them and the same amount of draws. Same so if we draws, if right, we win, yeah. I think it's like 18 18 18 in the It's really close, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. it's been been very close derby over the, the last 15 years. Yeah, love that. There'll only be a few brown fans there anyway, so, you know, we'll outnumber them, we'll outsing them, we'll outlast them, we'll outscore them. FTS. What yeah. about the game? What he said. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be no theft of our banners. <laughs> You're going to stop them, are you? <laughs> Possibly not. Uh, At least this right, time I'll I can chase them. I'll strap my ankle this week. It's all good. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. I love you. No homo. And finally, just looking ahead, of course, it is so close to kick off uh, to the rest of the round for round one in the Isuzu Ute Men's A-League. I nearly said the Isuzu Ute Hyundai Men's A-League. <laughs> is it A-League or A-Leagues? A-Leagues. Uh, I think it's the men- Isuzu Ute Men's A-League or A-League Men's. I'm waiting for a script. A-Leagues Men's? <laughs> I prefer A-Liga. So do I. Yeah, as you say. Bruce. I prefer the Diamante pronunciation. A-Liga. A-Liga. <laughs> of course, Friday night, 7.45, the first match of round one. Melbourne City playing host to Brisbane Raw. City. 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 Can't believe there's other teams playing in this comp. There really oh, are weird. too. Yeah, go on, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> uh, we have the simultaneous Saturday kickoffs. Um, the first one, or the first one, they're at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's I'll, I'll have it. I'll have it. Die hard. <laughs> Yes, the first one I'm going to mention. He didn't let me finish. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Western shit. United playing host to Melbourne Victory. Ooh, that's a tough one, actually. Where's that play in Melbourne Victory's home ground? Can't play to Western United's home no. ground. I mean, West Western United didn't look that great to me against Newcastle. Oh. They look pretty dodgy. Uh, it's um, being played at GMHBA Stadium for the record, which I think is Geelong, isn't it? So yeah. no, in the stadium that's not ground. built. Um, It's still a creek (laughs) It really is Uh, I don't know Yeah Western didn't look good to me Against Newcastle Um, You know John Aloisi somehow Gets another gig Coaching in the A-League One of our favourite sons When it comes to the Socceroos But I don't know how He's managed to get another Get another job After not being Even in the coaching game For the last Two Two and a half years Three years Or sort of however long it's been I don't know how someone Can go away Not be involved And then all of a sudden Walk back into a head coach job I just don't agree with that at all. But um, I think a victory. Mm-hmm. New look victory. New yep. coach. Popovich will have them going for sure. Yeah, I victory. Yeah, I think you're onto something. I'm going for Popovich. Oh, man, victory. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to finish above them this season, Aaron? Popovich. Um, <laughs> Are you going to throw it out here, right here, right now? I've already done my predictions. Did you guys do predictions? I can't remember what they mm, were. but No, I but I will do mine pretty soon. Yeah, I did predict that they were going to be ahead of us. So sorry about that, oh. boys, but um, Popovich. Popovich is decent. 
Yep, same. Uh, and then, of course, the Sydney Derby at the same time on Saturday night as Western Sydney Wanderers play host to Sydney FC. The start of the Carl Robinson downfall. Um, <laughs> what is this, the third or fourth derby they've played in history? Oh, sorry. Just <laughs> no. Got him. Um, <laughs> Sydney. FC. Okay. Draw. Shitney. Wanderers. Oof. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Hello, chicks. Uh, I think Sydney are probably still crying after losing 5-0 the other week Um, (laughs) the late game on Saturday night Perth Glory playing host to Adelaide United at 10.05pm our time 10.05pm oh yeah how good straight into Prem baby straight into the Prem Perth just living in the past eh? (laughs) Um, who are they playing again Uh, Adelaide Adelaide Perth. Will we see Sturridge? He's training. I saw him out in training. Is, it, is he still looking for a barber? Or is it, no, he's he here look good. Did he get one? He's here look good. Got um, a trim. Yeah, I'm going to go Perth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perth. Yeah, and he has to play. Yeah, Perth. But Surely. he has to play. You can't pay that much for a player and uh, not play. Yeah. He has to play. Yeah, I think Perth. I think uh, home ground advantage is going to get him over the line there. I'm hearing the shed is completely sold out as well. Are Adelaide even allowed in the state? Well, that's what I was wondering. I just checked which stadium they're playing at, and apparently they're pay- playing at NIB Stadium. So, there you right, go. right. They're going to take Adelaide. Normal in regular humans box. are not allowed when it comes to sports people. It's anything goes. <laughs> you should charter a plane that's going to fly and land on the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide, get out, play the game, get back in, leave. VIP helicopter. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of army choppers. Yeah. Easy done. <laughs> done. And, of course, the final match of the round, MacArthur. We're still going. How many games are there? (laughs) Um, (laughs) We have uh, 12 teams these days, apparently. No, wait. How many? Yeah, 12. Um, I can count. Uh, MacArthur playing host to the Wellington Wollongong Fire Chickens. Will they have Ante on the sidelines? No. (laughs) Is what I want to know. Don't bet on it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Wellington just because I don't like MacArthur. Mm. Phoenix over the uh, MacArthur anti-vaxxers. Yeah. <laughs> Chooks over the Rams. Draw. Oof. Hey, look, someone's got to be different. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yes. Well, that uh, will just about do us for yet another episode of the Coast Football Ramble podcast. It is the final episode in the lead up to the season. Fellas, I cannot wait for this Sunday. Get keen. It always comes quick, but I'm keen. Uh, it I'm here. feels like it comes quick, but it also feels like it's dragged on for so many yeah. fucking years. If you were a player, I would hate a six months. <laughs> well, it's not even really six months. Is it all, no, because it, it's been extended because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. So, was, what, 16 week preseason or something like that? A long four, preseason, four, four no matter months. which way you look at yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no matter which way you slice it or dice it. But. Yeah. No matter which way you slice it or dice it, we really hope to see all of you up in Newcastle this Sunday afternoon to uh, to get one over the Jets once again. But until then, of course, it is love ya, see ya, bye.
Proper game show areas. Yeah. The Coast Football Ramble Podcast. <laughs> Get us in your ear holes. Riff. <laughs> <laughs> rock, rock. <laughs> the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Come and check us out on Spotify. <laughs> It needs to be like a pod where we use every single one of them. <laughs> Boy, don't fucking tempt me. Podcast, <laughs> podcast, podcast, podcast. Because I've got... <laughs> the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Come and check us out. Get us in your fucking ear holes. <laughs> We're not that bad. Promise. I was a bit tra- surprised you didn't siren us instantaneously there. What happened with the siren? Did we get siren? Well, we rely on you for these legendary things to happen, so. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are on the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Easy listening. Here we come. The Coast Football Ramble podcast. All 90s hits, all the time. <laughs> Trying to calm down after we lost heavily. <laughs> After the derby. <laughs> no. Thanks again for tuning in to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. All <laughs> hits all the time. This is Crazy Town with Butterfly. We are a little bit too professional. Uh, have you been recording all this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That all has to be the outro. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just let it go. Three-minute outro. Three <laughs> outro. <laughs> 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 Paul will go for like an hour and a half and a half an hour. Just this shit at the end. <laughs>